Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. Where else can you listen to Big Brother House Guests, Survivor Castaways, and the Amazing Racer Racers? That's right. Here at the Rad Reality Show Network, and we have so many other guests. Everyone sit back and enjoy. Let's start with the intro and let's get the show on the road. reality show it's amazing sunday night and this is ron rad tonight we talk amazing race if you guys have a question you guys can call in um 347-237-5506 welcome amazing race fans this is your rad reality show network we connect you to the reality stars you love it's sunday april 10th 2016 we're thrilled to have you here with us for the Amazing Race Second Pit Stop Show with host Louis Stravato from Season 16 of The Amazing Race. One of the first things that I want to mention tonight is that I know hundreds of reality stars are traveling back home today and tonight after attending Reality Rally, which is a huge annual reality TV-based charity event out in Temecula, California. It was created by Jillian Larson, who was on Survivor Gabon, All proceeds from the event go to an incredible charity called Michelle's Place, which is a a resource center for breast cancer. And they don't just take care of the person diagnosed with cancer. They realize that it affects the entire family, so they support the entire family um, themselves. Anyway, I just want to mention uh, that I wish everyone a safe travel back home and I hope everyone had a great time. It was very apparent from all the pictures that it was another very successful reality rally. And even though I'm not involved in any way in putting it on, I do thank everyone who gave so generously to such a wonderful cause. Now, I hope everyone out there is ready to talk the amazing race because Luis Gervato is here to recap the last episode called Welcome to Blade Fingers 101, and I hope everybody is ready to get this show on the road, because here we go. Welcome to Blade Fingers 101. 
Louie. something and it could blow up on us or it could you know fall flat whatever but I just um, snapchatted anybody that's connected with me from the amazing race big brother survivor um, MTV real world um, hell's kitchen uh, uh, any like I just said them all I said call into my show and you know uh, and put the number up. So if you're getting weird numbers popping up on your screen, Cherry, <laughs> just answer. I have no <laughs> idea who it's going to be. I have no clue who it's going to be. <laughs> but, uh, okay. So, hey, you know what? Hey, what the hell? That's the fun of the show, right? Uh, That's right. I um, I uh, been busy, Cherry. I've been, you know, uh, between my um, Louis Fitness Academy and uh, um my private investigation business. I just, you know, been staying busy and, um, you know, enjoying myself as well, you know, cause I worked hard for a lot of years as a police officer. So, um, I overheard a fellow brother, amazing racer, make a comment while he was in, um, at that reality rally saying something to the effect of, um, getting ready, I don't know if it was a Freudian slip, but getting ready for a possible um, all-stars of the amazing race. So I'm not going to mention his name because that would be fair. I think he might have been drinking or something and when he mentioned it. And, you know, um, I am assuming if there is an all-stars, it's going to be season 30. I, I can't see it. It would make no sense. Um, Because season 30 would be a big deal, you know. I did um, hear that The Amazing Race was signed for another two seasons. So congratulations, Bertram Van Munster and your family. God bless you. You guys are awesome. I love you. Um, Keep in mind that Mike and I would love to be back on The Amazing Race. (laughs) Um, So um, We need to start a campaign. You start something, Chevy, because I, you know, I just like, I mean, I got, I got followers from Canada that, you know, they direct message, message me once around. They're like, you know, um, 
and they just talk about it. It's like they say, you know, you got, you know, we would love to see you guys back on again, you know, and um, and they they like they'll tweet, you know, Phil and stuff like that, you know, and it's just uh, it's humbling, you know, and like Mike has said to me in the past, Louie, if we don't get on, it's still good because we were blessed to be on a show that thousands and thousands of people try out for that just don't make it. So, but to be on again would just be so freaking cool, you know, um, just to be able to, and, and to be in the shape I am now compared to when I was before, you know, um, I don't know. I, I want to do it again. I want to do it again in the worst way. I could taste it right now. I could like fucking, oh, you know, watching it, you know, how, you know, we watch it and we analyze it and we, we talk about it each week, you know, and it's just like, it's just so, so much fun. I mean, you see the, you, you go through points on the show where you are just like intense and the, in physically and mentally draining the show can be, you know, um, and more mentally, I think it's more mentally than physically most of the time, you know, um, it just, it wears on you, you know, between what they don't show is like the long hours of travel, you know, and that, that can play on your head. I mean, like, you know, that, that, in, in this episode, that trip, um, that they took was in, a, you know, like a, like almost like a little cabin type thing, which was small, like almost like a jail cell. But, um, you know, you would think it'd be easy to fall asleep on because, but I remember going on the train from, I think it was Malaysia to Singapore, if I remember correctly. And I couldn't fall asleep. You would think on a train and it's rocking and it's rocking and, and the, 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 the white noise would knock you out. But I freaking, I just couldn't sleep and, and so going the next day and reaching, yeah, it definitely was Singapore because I remember at the end of the leg of Singapore, I was white. I was freaking, I, I couldn't wait for them to interview us to get it so we can go back to a room and sleep because I just standing there, I was nodding, you know, it was that, that bad, you know, so it's the game. Though. I can imagine. It, on, it, can, it can wear on you, you know, and which is great, you know, things about it, you know. So how have you been, honey? How was your weekend? How was your week? Doing good, doing good. Yeah. I mean, I've been watching, um, you know, the internet and, you know, and, and people's Facebook pages and and their Snapchats, and it looks like a lot of people had a really, really good time at the Reality Rally. Congratulations, congratulations, Jillian, for another, you know, amazing season. Um, I swear someday I will go because everybody asks me, why aren't you going? Why didn't you go? Why didn't you go? You know, my two favorite big brothers were there, um, Michelle Coster and uh, Sheila Kennedy, um, my two babies. I love both of them. And, you know, I, I, you know, I mean, I can see Michelle pretty much any time. But, uh, you know, Michelle, I mean, she was out there, you know, and so it's kind of tough, you know. And those of you who haven't, um, she has a book out. Um, and yes. About her Nobody's life. Nobody's pet. Yeah, I've been reading it. And it's freaking good. She had a tough life, man. Yes, she had she did. a tough upbringing. Wow. You know, and God bless her to, 
broke through and you know and be successful like she is right now and stuff. You know, my so friend Vicky, my friend Vicky who lives here in St. Louis, is Sheila Kennedy's best friend and got me mm-hmm. an autographed copy for my birthday. Very cool. Isn't that awesome? Well, what happened was I I only got it on um, Amazon um, for Kindle. I I've been reading it through that, but I'm waiting because she was going to send me an autographed copy too. Because uh, she's just waiting for the next batch to be um, made up. So, um, so I don't forget um, this Thursday night, our dear friend James Baglica um, of the show True Grit, which is hosted by John Cena, um, will be on, and it's the season premiere, and I will be at the party, and um, so uh, the, the premiere party there, and it's going to be in Waltham, Mass. I'm excited about it um, with uh, J- James and his family, and um, I, me and Michelle Costa are going, and I think my sister Brenda's going to come with for, for the ride, so um, it's going to be a lot of so fun. So Jim's going to come on the show Thursday? No, Jim's going to come on the show next Sunday to talk about. I mean, next you know, Sunday? Yep, yep. He told me he's not coming Thursday. on. So. Oh, I got to call that one. great. Shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. You know what? Remember to send me some text messages tomorrow saying, Lou, did you call that woman? So I will call her. And, um, to, to, I don't have a know, phone number. All I have is an email. No, no, no. I have it. I have it. Uh, I, have a, okay. I have an email. Yeah, I got it. Jim gave yeah. it. And um, I got to I got to reach out to her just to just to make sure it's okay. That's all. So um, anyways, uh, life's been good. Um, I've been like I've been, I this morning I did a um, like uh, all right. I'm getting I, I as though as though I don't feel old at times. I am getting there. I like last night I went out. Um, I went well. Yesterday was a long day for me, a huge long day. I started out in the morning doing my my Louis Fitness Academy, teaching a class. Then I rested for a little bit. I came home and I kicked back and took my notes on the Amazing Race because I couldn't catch it Friday night. So I did my notes and then I showered and then I headed out to um, my my buddy's gym and boxing gym in Bristol because he had an open house. He remodeled his gym out there. And so he had an open house, so I helped teach a couple of classes there. And then <clears throat> I changed, and I drove about an hour and 20 minutes to Boston to the convention center because they have a TAC-2 exposition there. And that was a lot of fun. I, a friend of mine took a ride with me. Me and her hung out. Then we left there, went back to Bristol, Rhode Island, where there was fights at my buddy's in Bristol. They had an exhibition night. Then from there, they had an after party, so I went to that. I didn't get home till almost 2 in the morning. So <laughs> then I got up this morning and did a Tomorrow Fund um, 5K. And so um, I am so – it's so good right now. <laughs> it's like I am so wow. my body up. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Tomorrow Fund's a great cause, you know. I mean, it's unbelievable. So, I mean, um, and more than happy to support it. So, um, anyways. Um, You're thank involved you everybody in so out. many charities. That's uh, so amazing. I, thank you, honey. Thank you. I mean, you know, 
let me read some of the comments people make on Facebook when I posted the picture of the, the young gentleman who are the athletes of my powerlifting team um, for the Special Olympics. And people say such, have said such nice, humbling things to me, which is very deeply, deeply appreciated. You know, um, I, I'm humbled by it. So, um, and thank so you. so awesome to be able thank to... You to do the things you do, you know, for yeah. all the charities that you're involved in. It, you know, you give back more than many of the, you know, the reality stars out there. And I just think it's so cool that, you know, you're still so active in so many charities. I mean, I, I, couldn't, count, I couldn't keep track of how many charities <laughs> you're involved in. I get- I get lost sometimes, Jerry, too. It's funny. It's funny. I get, I get lost on it myself. It's like you talk about it, and you're like doing this one. I'm doing the Children's Wishes. Like this Tuesday night with Children's Wishes, I'm going to go out, and I'm going to um, um, actually um, talk to a young kid who has Crohn's disease at 15 years oh, old. God bless and you. I'm going to talk to I'm ta- going to talk to him about what is what wishes he has, you know. So... Um, I, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be sad. I, like, you know, it's my first one. So, um, that I'm doing with them. So, and it's fun. you know, I don't know. I, I know I've said this over and over again. I, maybe I sound like a broken record. I am blessed to have done, as far as my concerned, the best reality show on TV. Okay. And I'm, why, who am I not to give back? That's the way I look at it. You know? So, I, I wish mean, everybody I, had your attitude and and looked at things the way you do. Um, so many of them oh, come off of a show and, and think everyone should give to them because they were on a show. And yeah. I wish they had no. half of, of your giving heart. You know, not, to give back to sorry, their not, communities like you do. Nothing is given to you. You gotta earn it. You know, you have to earn it. You know, no, nothing is given. So, um, and, and that's that's how life is. You know, and, and that's how it should be. You know, you're, you, in, in my humble opinion, you are a beautiful woman who is given so much to us in this reality world and shared with us. And I, I love you for it. I, I, I deeply, I appreciate you dearly. You know, I mean, thank you, sweetie. I've, I've said it over and over again that, you know, you, it, you know, if it wasn't for you, this wouldn't be a reality, what we're doing here. So, you know, I don't care. I, you know, in all seriousness, I have fun doing this every week. And in all seriousness, I, I, I'm sure you get more listeners during the week, like, we'll tune in later, but if only, like, five, ten people listening right now, I'm cool with that, whatever. I mean, we're making somebody else happy, you know, we got people listening and making them happy, and that's cool, that's awesome, you know? I mean, I, would I love it to be hundreds, thousands? Yeah, who wouldn't, you know, but it is what it is, you know? Um, we're not here about making ourselves better. We're here to inform people and people who are into the whole reality thing. And, and you know, we, we pass on our wisdom and knowledge. 
that's what I look at it. And, like, and so when we talk about charities, you, you hope you inspire somebody else to do the same down the road. Exactly. And the nice thing about having a podcast is that people can listen at their convenience. They don't have to be here when we're live. Um, right. If they want to, we'd certainly like for them to be here when we're live to call in and talk to us, you know, during the show. But they don't have to be. They can call and listen to the show when it's convenient for them. And maybe it might be you know, while they're at work the next day or while they're, you know, stuck in traffic or, you know, when they're relaxing after work or or whatever the case might be. Maybe they're, you know, listening just before they go to bed at night. You know, who knows? But they can listen to our show whenever it's convenient for them. And so it's nice to have the podcast um, to be able to listen to whenever they want to listen to it. And it doesn't have to be live, you know, when we say they have to be there. So that's why the numbers can always continue to grow because we get listens all through the week. Yep. And that's what's the beauty of it. So thank thank you if you're listening now and then say it's Wednesday or – Thursday night or whatever night day it is or time it is, uh, just thank thank you for listening and we appreciate you. Really, Absolutely. thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But that being said, try to tune in on a Sunday night between seven and eight o'clock Eastern time and call in and talk to us and ask us your dear your your deep down questions anytime. I don't care how stupid you may think it is. I want to answer it. I love talking about the amazing race. I mean, I, I, you know me. You, Chevy knows, you know, so don't be afraid. You know, we don't bite, you know, and it's no. cool, you know. So, and you've answered we, some we, incredible questions on this show. I mean, I've learned so much from you about the amazing race. Just <laughs> incredible inside info that I never would have known had it not been for, you know, hearing you answer questions, yeah. you know, that people have asked and, you know, just blown me away from some of the answers <clears throat> that you've had about, you know, inside information that I just had no idea. So... Uh-oh. It, people need to call you know, in and ask you those questions and find out for themselves what's going on behind the scenes. It's it's the beauty of it. You know, I mean, somebody asked me the other day um, on Facebook, I don't know if it was a direct message or, uh, or right on my page, but they were asking about, hey, how come um, the Amazing Race isn't talking about how much money um, they received during the leg of the race this this season. I said, in my answer was, it's pretty much irrelevant whether they mention it or not because it really has no effect unless a person misuses a taxi or whatever. Um, so it, it it's like you know the money each leg of leg of the race the money is given to you. You don't have money from the last leg, or you don't have, you know, or anything like that. Whenever you go on a leg of a race, they give you money, and they've already test drive drove these 
legs of the race with stunt people or whoever and, and had them do it already so they have an idea of how, about how much money you would need to, in order to accomplish that leg of the race. So, um, and at the end of a leg of a race, and I know I'm just doing a refresher for most people, but at the end of a leg of a race, um, whatever money you have on you, whatever clues you or you know detours, route info, or anything that you you had, you have to give back to them. So, and then they start you fresh the beginning of the next leg of the race. Um, that's how it works, you know. Um, keep Speaking everybody honest. Money. Nobody has nobody has extra money, or you know, what's that, honey? Jason brought up a good point in the chat room. I do want to mention that it does not cost any money to listen to our archives. Um, no. You can listen to our archives as often as you want. We have archives going back years and years, so you can go back and listen to this show going all the way back to 2009. So go back and click on all of our archives and listen to as many as you want. Um, doesn't cost a thing. And we're one of the very few shows who does not ever ask a cent from our fans. We don't ask for donations. We don't ask. We don't charge our fans anything to listen to our shows. So... Yeah. You know, Very you're true. not going to get hounded for donations. You're not going to get hounded to click on things. You're not going to get hounded for any money to come to the Rad Reality Show and listen to our shows. And we're one of the few shows that we will connect you directly to the reality stars that we have on air and let you talk directly to them. You don't have to send in a question and us ask your question for you. You can talk directly to the reality star yourself on our, you know, from our switchboard, and ask them the question yourself and speak to them directly. So, for free, that's not bad. Um, no, that's no, that's a good freaking deal. As far as I'm concerned, can't get that pretty much anywhere else. You know what I mean? So exactly. I mean, so, just wanted to mention that that's free. Just that's a pretty good deal, I think, to be able to that's a da- call in a and deal. <laughs> chat with a reality star for nothing and go and listen to all these podcasts with all these reality stars for nothing. So yep. um, many of the, the other podcasts you have to pay to <clears throat> listen to, and on many of them you have to either send in your questions you can't call in and actually speak to the reality star yourself. Um, you know, we're the one of the few that that does this unique thing. So, just wanted to mention that um, we may still be old school in the way that we're just radio. We're not video, but right. we do have those perks. We are free, and you can talk directly to the whoever we have on, so. A.K.A. me. Yeah. <laughs> Every Sunday night. You can night. talk to me. You can ask me anything you want. I don't care. Whatever it is, you can ask me it. I'm good. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I, I am, you know, I, I'm an easy go guy, you know. So, and, You've um, answered I love, some great questions. 
Thank behind you. the scenes. Thank you. And I've learned so much. Thank you. Um, I, I love you. I love you so much. You guys so are this awesome. season, I love you too, babe. Well, this, <laughs> this episode was called um, Bloody Fingers 101. Yes. And, and yes, it was bloody. It was so bloody. It was like, I mean, you, you really think about it, right? And we'll, we'll get talking about it shortly, but I mean, when we get to that part of it, but would you be eating that, um, those candies? <laughs> like, no. The, you know, no. <laughs> no I, I didn't think so. <laughs> I didn't think so. So, um, it, it, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I mean, I love how, the, you know, we're able to talk about it. the woman bust, you know, like, te- you know, talking in their language and say, you know, goofing on how, like, they, they do it so effortlessly. And, and everybody else was like, like crushing their hands, busting, you know, sticking the pin through their hands. Like, it's like, but anyways, um, this is leg seven, and um, the race was continued. Um, so um, just when wait a minute, hold on! Don't tell me Chevy and Cole thought they were all done. Phil handed them the clue and said, "You're still racing." So it wasn't. It was still a continuation of leg six. So is this really leg seven? You know, this is the question, but because um, they continued racing, um, they um, and there was no um, speed bump. So, um, anyways, um, they started out, and it was a route info, and they were taking um, a train to Tbilisi, Georgia, and yes, it was a midnight train to Georgia, as Phil said. Uh, and it was a 10-hour ride, you know. Um, so, again, that's like a lot of time to sleep, but how much sleep do you actually get? Is it comfortable? Is it too hot? Is it too soft? Is it like, how was the ride, you know? And, again, you would think being on a train, sleeping, the rocking of it, the, the white noise, the whole thing, that you would be right asleep, you know. And not always. It's not always. It's just, it, you, you know, we don't know that part. Who got a good night's sleep? Who didn't get a good night's sleep? You know? So, um, so when they get there, they'll find the next clue at the statue of St. George. And, um, um, and, and actually when they were on the train, um, Brody and Blair were discussing seeing each other after the show. So, um, and, you know, I don't notice anything on social media <clears throat> and probably they gotta keep it excuse me, they're gonna keep it quiet for now in regards to it. So um I don't know if you've heard anything, Sherry, with in regards to Pardon? them. Have you? Pardon me? Have you heard anything about Brody and Blair being a couple right now? No, I have not. No. Me neither. So um anyways. Um, and again, like I said, they, that, that's something they probably have to keep quiet right now. Um, yeah. So, um, 
Anyways, um, once they found the statue, there was the next clue. It was the route info again, and make your way to um, the Maracolo Fortress um, and ride the gondola down to the river um, to the Javri Monastery. All right, and so. Um, you know, they made their way there. They're all there. All the teams there. We got Brody and Clerk. We got Tyler and Corey, um, Bernie and Ashley, Dana and Matt, Sherry Cole, Zach and Rachel, and Scott and Blair still in this race. So we have seven teams left. Um, and once they got to that area, they um, got their next clue again, and it was a detour. And it was either clean, so they had these pots that they make the wine in. They had to clean these pots. They were like, Pots you could literally walk into and get inside them. That's how huge they were. Um, that they made the wine and they had to clean those, or they had to string. And that was taking a long string of nuts, um, pinning them through this rope uh, string, um, and then dipping them in a wine flavored sugar. <clears throat> so, you know, you would think, like everybody else thought that stringing these things would be the way to go. You know, um, you know, it's just candy. What's the big deal? But stringing the hazelnuts became a big deal. <laughs> Where <it> got, <laughs> you know, the people, people were literally jabbing their fingers. And if you watched some of the, the older women that were doing, actually do it for a living, they had actually blood on their fingers. So it's kind of like, you know, I... I'm not grossed out by much. I mean, but it's like, would you eat that candy? I don't think I would eat it. I mean, you know, unless, no. unless I was make unless I was making it myself personally, you know. So um, I like so, juicy candy, but not that kind of juice. Yeah. So they had to make five <laughs> chicharellas, um, you know, to, to receive the next clue. So when by doing it, putting these down these nuts and had to put that stuff in it, had to dip a certain way, which um, which they learned to be not that easy. Um, Zach and Rachel ended up um, finishing that, like doing the string um, first. Um, so uh, they did the candy. Then Bernie and Ashley did the candy, and they came in second. Um, Brendan and Kurt came in fifth. Doing the, I mean, third doing the string. I'm sorry. Uh, Sherry and Cole um, came in fourth doing the cleaning, the pot. Uh, It was very smart on their part to do that. They were the only ones there. You know, there were only four tables at the string, so he made it limited um, to do it. Uh, Coming in fifth, was Scott and Blair. They started, they were going to start out doing the string, um, but they ended up going to do the cleaning of the the uh, barrel, the, the pot. Um, so then Dana and Matt, <laughs> they were all over the friggin' place on this one, man. Dana and Matt, they started out doing the string, and then they, they just couldn't do it because it was cold and fingers were hurting. and um, So they went from the string to go cleaning the pot, Right. Well, on their way to clean the pot, it was a bad taxi ride. Like they <laughs> just felt they were taking too long, so they they had the guy turn around and they went back to do the string, 
And then when they got there, they saw people leaving to clean the pots. I think it was Scott and Blair. And they ended up going with them. They, they ended up turning around again, but following <laughs> Scott and Blair this time. <laughs> so they, like, they, were, they were like a yo-yo, Dana and Matt. My God, it was craziness. It was like, I'm like, what the heck, you know? How much time <laughs> were they spending out wandering around trying to find where where they were going. Right? Just, well just not to find you know the you pot. Have somebody not that you have somebody near you, it makes it a little, you know, more like easy, you know? Um and Tyler and Corey ended up finishing glass, started out with the string and then went and cleaned the pot. Um they just couldn't do the string anymore. Now I'll tell you Tyler let's talk about Tyler and Corey. They ended up uh they were like killers in the beginning of this game and the last couple of legs they've fallen flat like near the bottom so i mean um it was shocking but it's the show it's the way it goes you know it's the way the show is you know i mean but <clears throat> we're on the other hand <coughs> sorry where brody and kurt have just been killing it you know for the whole show so season so far um once they completed that detour there was a there was a rally vote and it was make your way to Rusta Valley, um, uh, um, something theater. I, I can't even make my own wedding now. Um, and it was uh, where they had to search for their next clue. Uh, once they got there, it was a roadblock. Um, and our teams would perform their roadblock. Um, so who's laid on their feet? Um, so, well, when they um, would master the maneuvers of the choreographer, um, then he would give them next next clue. That looked so. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. You um, have some allergies going on, Louis. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Um, <laughs> so. That looked so hard to do, um, and I mean, as hard as it was to do, I thought more people would struggle with it um, than, but nobody really did, like, like really, really struggled. I mean, I really, really, really thought Scott was going to have a hell of a time doing it, you know? But, I mean, he did it well. I mean, um, shockingly, I thought Corey was going to crush it, and he did awful. <laughs> so, it was like, um, but finishing, Ashley just crushed it. She killed it right really quick. Ashley finished first. Zach finished second. Zach um, was a beast. Kurt finished third. Um, you know, when, when it showed Kurt in the beginning, it's like you thought that, he was going to, um, like, you know, he's talking about doing samba and this and that, and they danced a lot, blah, blah, So, he was showing him, and it almost looked like he was going like, to do so well with this, like, kill it real quick, but that wasn't the case. He, you know, he struggled a little bit, but he finished third, you know. Um, Dana finished fourth. Sherry finished fifth. Sherry did an amazing job, uh, and so happy for her. Um, and Scott finished sixth. I was shocked. Scott finished sixth. He beat out Corey, which I loved. But there's always a twist in this friggin' show. 
Anyways, um, so once they finished that, they got their next clue, and it was a pit stop. Um, they had to find their way to the Bridge of Peace. Uh, it was a pedestrian bridge, um, which was absolutely gorgeous. And Zach and Rachel made it there first. And uh, they won a trip from Trevelocity to the Palms in Turks and Caicos. So congratulations, Zach and Rachel. Congra- amazing job. Amazing, amazing job. Um, Bernie and Ashley came in second. Brody and Kurt came in third. Dana and Matt came in fourth. So let's stop and just talk about that top four right there right now. I, that looks to me like the top four period to the end of this game. Um, the other teams are strong, but not as strong as those four right there. Um, I, I'm not picking a number one yet, but um, th- those look like my top four pick as far as the end of the game. So let's remember season seven, my top four when we get lower in this count. No. Um, I'm still Sherry not Cole. holding it. Okay, oh, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. I still think that Tyler and Corey might pull back in some. I don't know. Well, not for nothing. We'll see. Cherry, if not for nothing, if it wasn't for a bad taxi ride that Scott and Blair had, Tyler and Corey would be monitoring. In reality, you know. Yeah. But that's not the case. You know, I mean, that's neither here nor there because things things could totally change around next week, so. This episode broke my heart. It really did because... Oh, my God. I Yes. If, if it wasn't for... What happened basically was Blair was so had so much faith in her dad. She goes, "I'm I'm so um, positive or so certain that he's going to get it this time. I'm going to pick up my backpack. I'm going to pick up his backpack and be ready to go." Yeah. And apparently, yeah. she picked up. The wrong backpack, or she picked up his backpack, and then when when her, he got when his when her dad finished, he right. grabbed another backpack, thinking it was his. Right, she, she, he didn't know correct. that she already had his, and yep. he grabbed Corey's and ran so out the door. Tyler. I think he grabbed Tyler. Or Tyler's. I he grabbed Tyler. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Tyler's. Yeah. And yep, so. Yep. Once they get out to the car, to the taxi, they realized they had too many backpacks. Right. And so now, run, now, now the father, now Scott's got to run back in. Scott and, could have yeah. said, well, screw it. I'm just going to throw this on the ground and get I in the taxi they could have, and go. I think they could have got I, – I don't think – they could have done that. They could have. They could have been penalized, I believe. Really? So, uh, yeah, yeah. I think they would have got penalized. Um, plus, it would have been the wrong thing to do. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, he's just so dollars, honest. But... He never would have done that to anybody. He, no. I mean, he's helped so many people along the way in this race. And he never would, yeah. have, never in a million years would have done that. Um, but, but, but him taking Sherry... the backpack back in and giving it. 
to Tyler allowed them to become neck and neck in the taxis because Corey had finished the competition by then and they were searching for the backpack and yeah no he would have you're ready to run out the door they would have been in a taxi. They would have been ahead, and they would have been they they would have made it before they were they would have made it there before Tyler and Corey. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, Sherry and Cole came in fifth, you know, and, and they got to give compliments to them because they're doing so they're doing well um, together as a team, as a mother and son. They're doing very well. Yeah, and then they're um, doing great. Like again, Tyler and Corey and um, Scott and Blair, they left like you said, they left at the same time after that whole backpack incident and Tyler and Corey's taxi cab driver overtook Scott and Blair's and got in front and, and pretty much a, a foot race to the finish line. And, um, and I'll tell you, man, I like the, the love that Scott has for his daughter and what, how, and what Blair has for her dad was um, so beautiful. I mean, it brought tears to my eyes. I mean, you know, um, I'm not ashamed to say it, you know, it was, it was really nice. Um, it was beautiful. So, yeah. You know, um, it, so I was kind of upset that Tyler and Corey didn't <coughs> even say, like, thank you or anything to them at the mat. Um, I yeah. think they did it back when it, he first brought it back to them. But at the mat, they didn't say, you know, in front of all the world, you know, in front of Phil. Right. If if they hadn't brought our backpack, you know, back to us, you know, this would have been different or anything to that effect. You know, um, I just wish they would have said something to them. You know, just something. I agree. I don't know. I no, I I agree with you. I I one hundred percent agree with you. It's um, you know, but you gotta. Or maybe they did say something and it was just edited out. But that could I don't, be too. That could be, but you would think something like that they would um, would say something. You know, you would hear like uh, some genuine thank you or whatever. You know, so. Um, but hey, it is what it is. So. Um, but I mean, you know, it, that's the show, and it, you know, it was a great episode, and it was fun, and you know, um, that's that, you know. So, anyway, <laughs> um, <clears throat> six teams um, left. Six teams left. Yep, and we're gonna see what happens. And I'm like, I'm. Those are my top four, and I'm liking them, and we'll see what happens. You know, it was just like, um, I don't know. It's tough. There's no team. You know, it really isn't. There isn't really a team that you hate this season. You know? No. Um, was it Dane? It was, I'm, I'm, correct me. Was it Dana or the other girl that was being, you know, a little cocky with the taxi cab driver and stuff? I mean, she had a little bit of an attitude, you know, just like... I don't remember now which one it was. 
was either well, it's either one of two. <laughs> uh, so it, yeah, it's either Next Jack or Rachel the... or Dana and Matt. So. Next week it says Golden Speedos in Dubai. (laughs) Yes, I saw the preview for that, and it it looks like one of those. um, It looks like one of those water slides um, that you shoot straight down out of. Um, And if you remember back uh, the season with the uh, Globetrotters, um, there was a team that the girl wouldn't do it, you know, and they and you do catch. Like in this preview for next week, one of the players going, "I'm not doing that," you know. Yeah, I heard that. So, I heard one of them saying, and it sounded like a guy saying, "I'm not doing was that." Yeah. No, it was a guy, and you're almost like, "All right, what?" You know, you know. I mean, obviously, it's the, obviously that's good, like television to, to pull people in next week to see who's saying that and what you know for what reason. So. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, so anyways, um, what I, I am, I, again, I am in love with, uh, little big shots. I've been watching that. <laughs> that show is freaking hilarious. I mean, Steve Harvey is a genius. I mean, he recovered from that whole incident with, you know, the Miss Universe contest and, Absolutely. and it didn't. It didn't even affect him, not for nothing. If anything, it made him more popular. You know, it made him human. You know, I mean, the guy is, you know. I think he's, up, big, he's he, being nominated for some award for Little Big Shots already. Um, I'm not shocked, you know. If, if, you, if you watched him, he, um, now, you know, Ellen DeGeneres is one of the directors of the show. And if you watch him, uh, he was on her show one afternoon. Um, I happened to catch it, and um, they had they had like about four or five kids. They were questioning in a like this office setting, and he's asking what. And then Ellen would ask it in a whole like other inappropriate way at times, <laughs> and and he's like, "Oh no, no, you could not do the show. No, 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 no." <laughs> You can't talk <laughs> to kids that way. It was so freaking funny. I mean, they're both hilarious, you know. Yeah, both, they are. Blessed, talented, funny people, you know. Um, so, I like the first I'm, show got 13 go million viewers. That's crazy. 13 they, they said, million. I think that they said that was the highest rating of. Any show ever for like first you know premiere of a show? I think that was said. I want to. I could be wrong, but um, it was up there. That's pretty insane, you know. I mean, the way they're finding these is obviously they're finding them on the internet and everywhere else. And there's actually this website I um, follow where I get emails to. Um, it's uh, casting. Um, Thing where you like for reality shows, and mm-hmm. um, and I just saw a recent like you know if you know any kids who are talented or whatever have them apply to you know the little big shots you know so it's like uh-huh. um yeah so I mean it's it's a cool show I mean it's well written it's well played it's, it's genius it's freaking genius you know my mom it can't is. wait for it to come on my mom's like. 
She goes, eight o'clock. The little kid things, co- the little kid shows coming on. I go, okay, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, it's popular. It's yeah. Yep, and that's one that you know, all ages can watch it. Um, it's you know a family show that kids can watch. Everyone can enjoy it together, and yep. the kids are are like running the the gamut right now. Um, I saw the other day where they were showing how kids are taking over reality TV. They have that show, Little Big Shots. Yep. They mm-hmm. have um, the um, children's type of uh, Master Chef Junior. They have um oh the fashion one um the one with uh, the the was it Tanya um yeah you know which one you know what I'm talking about uh oh, yeah, gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 um but but no no why Jerry no wait so probably the kids it, it you know especially not you know like under the age of thirteen, like they just the things they say that come out of their mouth is just like you know either you're like oh my god how is this young kid saying this like how smart is this kid or it's just like the thing this is just funny like I mean the, the the two little kids that were mayors of this freaking city one was the brother what the brother was six this one's like four oh, the mayor of the, some city I know it, it, it's I shake people's you know? hands. Yeah, I, I look them in their eyes. So, but it's so innocent. That's just the beauty of it, you know. It's just so innocent. Tyra Banks you know? was the the host of the show. Yes. But, yes. Um. Yeah. Um. My, next top model. Yes. With her show. Next, yeah. Yeah. There's one for kids now. Yes, there is a. a um. That's juniors. a little over. The, to me, that's a, to me that's a little over the top. I don't know. A juniors you know, episode. I mean, or a junior's yeah. um, top model. And, you know, imagine what kind of stress there's that is. Junior's on a child. Chopped, the, the show Chopped, uh, which is a yeah, chef. Yeah. Junior's Chopped. Um, it, the list just goes on and on. And kids are just taking over reality TV right now. And. Yeah. It is amazing the talent they find in these kids. It's it's incredible. Well, it's With easier Master today, Chef. Sherry. It's easier to say, honey. It's because of the internet and social media and everything else. You know, it's not like when we were younger. You know, they really had to go out and search. It wasn't like you can search the internet and find. You know. Not, not even just search anything. You can put whatever the hell you want in, Google it, and boom, there it is. You know, they, all right, all right. You know, now you're searching. Now you're like going to Instagram, and Instagram's got a whole like page on a kid playing the piano and singing like a, a freaking rock star. You know, and he's only nine. Yeah. You know, and like, yeah. I mean, like that kid from Ireland. He was amazing. Like God, it was like. I mean, it's funny because he sang with the accent, but he was good, you know. 
it's, Steve Harvey was wow. interviewed, and he said his favorite one was the little um, Oriental guy that imitated Bruce Lee. Didn't oh, speak yeah. a lick yep. of English. Nope. But he said he came out there, and Steve Harvey <coughs> just sort of made up some, you know, I'm dabby dabby dabby. And he said the kids yeah, yeah. just busted out laughing. I was watching <laughs> that the, one. I saw that one. Yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was. It was, it was great. It's something you can it watch so over and over funny. again. That's the crazy thing, you know? Yep. I mean, so I mean. I mean, this, Some of these kids are I mean, just so like talented, that, though. How yeah, that, how these well, kids little, can learn to cook and learn to do these things at such yeah. a young age? I, I, you got me. I have no idea. <laughs> it's, like, it's craziness. <laughs> it's craziness. It's just like um, like that little kid. Uh, what little kid? I think he was nine that sang and played the piano. The kid from Ireland. But I mean, somebody said he was already signed. You already got a contract wow. with a, a company. I mean, that's crazy, you know. Well, hey, God bless the one him. that I loved was uh, he was. I think he was one of the youngest ones on there. I think he was only like three years old. Yeah. But they had the imitation American Ninja Warrior. Oh my God, that kid was so freaking cute. Was that oh, not was... the cutest thing you've ever seen in your life? Hey. Oh. <laughs> It really, it really was. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh, my Louis has dropped off and left me. He'll call right back in. But I do want to take this moment to thank a few people. One of which is Jason Lee from JTV, who helps me promote this show he does our posters he does great work on doing all the posters for our show thank you so much Jason Lee and of course all of our hosts who host our shows um, Louis Stravato Michelle Costa and Michael Albright I thank all of you for doing the shows that you do and hopefully Louie will be calling right back in momentarily. I bet his cell phone died on him and left me here hanging. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Louie. Um, but while he's gone, I want to remind everybody that tomorrow we have a great big show coming up. With Michelle Costa, Manic Mondays, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, Jim Baglica from American Grit will be on with Michelle, and it's three days prior to the premiere of American Grit. We're getting to talk to Jim before he even starts the show. So make sure you're here with us at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central tomorrow on Manic Mondays. Louie is back with us now. Thank you, Louie. <laughs> I you hate left what me. I'm talking to myself. I hate that. All of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden I'm talking and I'm like, I'm hearing nothing. I, I don't hear any, I don't even hear you breathing. I'm like, what? What's going on? I'm like, Jerry! 
Hey, everybody, I, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And, again, those who are listening during the week, try to listen on a Sunday night if you can around between 7 and 8 Eastern time and call in. Ask us questions. Find out. Whatever. Make a list. Let's do it. You know, we'd love to have you. And, Cherry, as always, I love you to death. You for you, we wouldn't have this show, okay? You, you are the backbone of it, and I love you so much. Thank you so you know, much, you, Louie. I appreciate everything you do, babe. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you so much for saying right. that, sweetie. Have an amazing evening, baby. I love you. God bless you. Take I care. I love you too, babe. You do the same. Okay. Till next Sunday. Okay. Once again, I want to remind everybody, tomorrow night, a big show. Michelle will just be coming back from Reality Rally, so she always has great stories. We'll hear those after we have our guest, Jim Bagrica from American Grit. So it's going to be a huge show tomorrow night, people. Make sure you don't miss it. 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. You've got to be here for tomorrow's Manic Monday show. Then back here again on Thursday night for our Survivor Karang recap show with Mike Albright. Again, that's at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Then back here again next Sunday night for Louis Stravato and the Amazing Race Second Pit Stuff show. And I believe Jim Vagrica will be back here with us. And that's going to be four days after the premiere of American Grit. So we're going to have him three days prior to the premiere and four days after the premiere. So that's going to be a pretty big week for us here on the the, uh, Rad Reality Show and American Grit. So make sure you watch. American Grit starts on the 14th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central on Fox. So make sure you watch it. We're going to wrap the show up tonight with Ron, as we always do. I hope everybody has a great evening. I hope everybody traveling back from Reality Rally has safe travels. And hope to see everyone tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern on Manic Mondays. Here's Ron to take us out. Good night, everybody. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It's always a great one with Luis Stravato. I just adore him. All right, everybody, that's a wrap for tonight. Take care. God bless.